Whitney, something you don't know about me is I never even had a vibrator until I was 52 years old. I was born (laughs) when I was 52 years old. What? I know. That's why I love that we're sponsored by Sweet Vibrations. Oh my God, me too. Not only that, I mean, welcome to the world, Wednesday. I know. Welcome to the world. Okay, here's the amazing thing about Sweet Vibrations vibrators. They're under $50. They're waterproof. They come in all these beautiful, bright colors. Mm -hmm. They're chargeable. And they feel absolutely amazing. They feel amazing. And there's one for every vulva and preference. There are so many different Sweet Vibrations vibrators. What's your favorite one? Okay, my favorite one is the girl's best friend. I had never used anything like this before. I was like, "Eh, I love my bullets. I like this. I like that. Then I used the girl's best friends like literally two weeks ago and it blew my face off. My orgasm was so strong. I was like, this is my new favorite toy for the rest of my life. I'm never using anything else again. Thank you, Sweet Vibrations. All right. And if you use the code WILDLOVE, you're going to get a discount and those are going to be even less expensive and you can buy two. So Wednesday, I have a new update to my daily routine. What is it? I've started using CBD religiously. You're into it. Oh my God, I'm into it. And you know, I was looking at some data about CBD and orgasm and sex. It seems like there's so much promise here. Yeah, I hear that it actually can strengthen your orgasms. And I mean, come on, who doesn't want that? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it can help you relax. If you have any anxiety or something prior going into sex or just in your daily life, have a little bit of CBD and watch yourself relax a little. Enjoy a little. And make sure it's one farm CBD. Yeah. The great thing about One Farm is not only that they're from Texas, so you know, I love that, but also they grow everything on their own land. It's USDA organic. It's small batches. And really what's interesting that I didn't know prior to this was that a lot of CBD companies are basically marketing companies and they're not growing their own. They don't have their own farms, but One Farm actually does. Yeah. They're all about craft and quality. So if you're going to try CBD, try this one. Yes, and why you want to try it because you get 15% off. If you use Wild Love, the code Wild Love, you get 15% off. Enjoy those CBD infused orgasms. Delicious. Okay, this episode, you guys, is one of my favorites. And I'm like laughing just thinking about it because we had so much fun with the two girls from Horrible Decisions. Wheezy and Mandy are putting the whore into horrible. It's a huge podcast about sex and pleasure and friendship and everything. And they cracked us up and gave us a lot of great information. And we were their first white person podcast. I'm so honored. (laughs) Me too. And what's really cool about these two women is they went from corporate America, left that to start their own podcast about really speaking out for the things that they wanted to do. Those girls have balls. Yes. Thank you, Wheezy and Mandy. Hope you guys love this. Fangirling hard, really, really hard. I got a girl boner. A big fat one. I didn't know that I did, but now that you said it, I'm tuning into it. And I do because the girls from Horrible Decisions, putting the whore into horrible, are sitting here with us, Mandy and Wheezy. Okay, if you're not listening to Horrible Decisions, are you even living? No. No. (laughs) The answer is no. Okay, these these women, we're going to have a nice intro already that we do, but I just... I can't say anything. I'm. Oh, that is. I'm so 
Strong. Hey. Um, are we supposed to introduce her? Look, I'm nope. still going like this much. Hey, guys. So this is your girl, Mandy B. Um, <laughs> there you go. There and you go. I'm sitting here with... I'm we. <laughs> and yeah, no, thank you guys for having us on. Again, for our listeners that are tuning in, we're sitting across white people. So we're going to try not to, you know, say anything about... You okay, know, wait. No, people. you're going to say whatever you want to say. Sure, say what you want to say. So to be fair, Mandy yeah. just said in the last episode we did, we're in the same studio. She's like, well, you know, when we have guests and they're white, they're because you brought them in. <laughs> I'm the white guy fucker on the show, but I just always fucking the white guy. Yeah, crazy how people like really associate certain things to you, right? Yeah, I'm out with the guy I'm dating who's black, and this girl said to me at this bar, like, "Bitch, I can't believe you with him. I really thought you only fuck a white." I'm like, yo, I'm like, literally, the white guy. Been profiled. This is the few pink dicks. Now, I will say, pink dicks. That's oh yeah, I don't, I don't fuck pink dick. That's what I call it. That's not your thing. I've never. So what's crazy is, so (laughs) yeah, I haven't seen. I've never. So I've never been with a white guy in my life. Ah. Um, And what's crazy is, my mom is white and has never been with a white man. Her mom is black and has never been with a black man. Wow. And okay. We're covering two, all the bases. You know, and as two biracial women, like we both identify as black, but she has dated all sorts of races, ethnicities, etc. Me, even if they're mixed, they still they're still black. Okay. Like they're just black. <laughs> they're like they're just black. Like, like even if they're even that. if they're black and Puerto Rican, I was about to say we're the black Rican and Puerto Ricans that don't speak Spanish. So oh, okay. they really they're just they're, <laughs> they're still black. black. Yeah. They yeah. might have a Puerto Rican tag tatted on their neck or something. The first white but that's guy a, I fucked, you know. Mm. The girl I lived with at the time. Oh my god, it was so funny. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm attracted to him, but I'm scared to see it. I'm scared to see it be pink. I was like oh, 23, right? You're like, I don't she was like, dude, white guys are so good. Just ask your mom. Family tradition. You know what? Great idea. Mom. (laughs) And like my mom, it's so funny because when I started fucking white guys, she's like, I've been trying to tell you. Yeah. No. This is, I'm trying to explain the type of black woman my mother is. Yeah. I want to know. I want to know who gave birth to you guys and and, raised you. Well, ironically, when you listen to the episodes with our moms. I was about to say, we've had episodes with our moms on. No, people are like, oh, Mandy's mom's the white one. And (laughs) my mom is very like, you know, I've lived in London here and that and my Swiss banker ex and this one like I don't know what happened to her she's like a very New York woman who's just lived her pussy on the front lines quite like me right. and you know she loves to spread it out all over the place like my mom has fucked her way through Europe and now I'm following in those footsteps oh my god I wouldn't do that what a great <laughs> heritage we were just talking about this the other day is that I wanted to go on a trip and I wanted to fuck through Europe. Yeah, I was telling her, don't get too hung up on American. Can movies. I? Can I be honest though? It's so okay, good this in is Europe. Not, this isn't stereotypical. But do you fuck white? You look like the white girl that fucks black guys. I've only oh. been with one black guy. Really? Yeah. You do. do have that does look. she not have that look? It's oh. the haircut. It, maybe it's, it's the hair. hair. You look real like you only listen, listen to hip hop. <laughs> so down because I'm actually very attracted to black men. So maybe, okay. that's, maybe that's what you're... Do you I'm picking up on that. She's pick, you're picking up on that. I just feel like I haven't met one that I'm really like connected with. Okay. So if y'all want to introduce me... Sure can. Girl. Yeah, no, I get that. Gotcha. One of my girlfriends who's white like tells me sometimes she's like... I. I feel like sometimes I'm not connecting deeper with black men because they are the black man that feels like they can't end up with a white girl, which there are a lot of. Oh, wow. interesting. To be fair, the okay. guy that I'm dating has even said, I make jokes with him, like when we pass a really cute blonde girl, I'm like, there go your type. And he was like, I mean, but you know, like just for like, 
like there's a lot in their head Ooh. about like I can't end up with one because look what we do when we see a black guy that ends up with a white girl that's a black man that's one that we want and by, by one that we want okay. I mean the treasured black guy like oh great job you do good that, looking blah 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 hell yeah I do that shit yeah I don't my mama white she be with black men I think it's okay for a white woman to be with you a black joke, man you have been like he likes white girls blah, 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 because that means he doesn't like me I just even though I'm half white don't let Mandy do this right I now I know I said that she's the one who does that okay I want to go back to one thing okay we forgot about the reveal you were about to tell us what happened the first time you saw a white guy's dick. And oh, then yeah. you stopped. There you oh, go. Why yeah. did you stop? You there. The pink dick. I closed back. my eyes before I put it in my mouth. Because I was like, <laughs> okay, it tastes the same. The only the the same. big <laughs> difference between fucking white men and black men, surprisingly, is not size. It's two things. One, it's the dirty talk. Totally different. Like, Yeah, they say cock. By fucking far. Like I need that dimensionalized. I almost feel like it's a little <laughs> bit cheesier, but also like white men are it, cheesier. But and white people talk. even know this that white people get corny. My white friends yep. aren't. They're cool. But <laughs> I'd be like, and they're the best ones. They'd be like, yo, white people be tripping. I'd be like, I know, Karen. <laughs> but no, it's like this weird, like like almost like storytelling fuck. Like, oh my god, your pussy's so fucking. I don't know. It's like they don't. I don't mm. know. It's not suave enough. It's not. What do black enough. men do? Black men are take this nut. No, they don't. That's my. <laughs> yes, they do. Wait, what you know, did you? I'll do the <laughs> but let me think. Uh, okay, I think the white guys. The cock word gets kind of weird, and when you then, hear cock, cock, cock over and over. Yeah, and they get You'd weird nasally moan. I feel like that black men don't get. It's just, huh? And they're like, it's like <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but yeah. like sometimes I'm into it in this weird fetishized way. Yeah, where I'm like, oh my god, this feels bad. <laughs> <laughs> where it's like a. <laughs> Let me see. Black men do talk, use do less dirty talk. They're not as open with the dialogue. Like I feel like white guys could read a fucking book to me in bed. Black I'll guys are you, more like on their your pussy feels wheezing. so good. My, oh my god, this pussy's yeah. good. Damn, this looks good. They like to set the scene, whereas a white guy will tell you every fucking thing. So like, mm, I, I think I like that. I'm like, yeah, tell me how good my fucking pussy looks. <laughs> like, it's weird. I can't ex- read me a damn novel. Also, they also like say shit I've never fucking heard of. Like, they call my <laughs> pussy different things. Like, it's words and verbiage they haven't used. Also, like, um. Do you remember the Sex in the City scene where that guy said "titty witty" to yeah. Samantha? That's half. That's see. That's WPS. That's white people shit. That is white people titty shit. Witty? Yeah, titty witty. Yeah. There's God, a scene please. where this no. baby talk happened. I love Sex in the City. It's such a pioneer for what we it do. It was. Thank you, but, Candace. Right. Like just each episode is some weird shit. The yeah. klepto guy, the guy that needs porn, <laughs> the guy that has to shower after religion. But this particular the guy gay had boyfriend. a baby talking. The gay boyfriend. Yeah. The gays that wanted to have her in the threesome. So this guy. <laughs> Basically had a baby talking fetish. And he was like, oh, those titty witties, mommy. Me, 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 me. And she was like, these are my breasts. <laughs> and you're not going to call them my titty witties. <laughs> you know what? We're just like dirty talk can go really wrong. Or it can go really right. Yeah. We don't talk about dirty talk enough. That's why I love your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Because we, yeah, we, we go there. About, we do. Yes. Okay. Did, can you talk to our listeners about dirty? No, talk to me about dirty talk. Like we're talking about race and dirty talk people ask you just all the like time, dirty how? talk in general like in- well i mean i like sex to be verbal yeah i was ready for you to so, start talking yeah hey are you off your phone now okay no good. no no well i was letting her i was letting her talk um because she can go on forever and i was waiting for y'all to cut her off honestly um but <laughs> her, listen, she can just go and i'm just like all right well i guess this is you know a monologue going on um <laughs> <laughs> like we're in the so I didn't want to cut her off because 
I mean, we I don't interrupt a lot. But I'm, and well, and I'm trying not to. I don't know if she's working on that, but I'm trying not to. Um, and then I also have nothing to say about white men and sex. Wait, what so about if dirty you guys talk? are going to have that conversation, no. yeah, I have nothing to add to that conversation. You gotta fuck. I've one. never fucked a white guy. I don't want to. It's you gotta be a bucket no, list. Just like trying it out. I'm you fine. Get a Jason Momoa one. She's good, you guys. Yes. Jason Momoa is not white. Well, whatever get, he is, I whatever he was, you I gotta get a yeah, football playing white dude because no, like you know, I want, I want the sex shaming about not fucking a white guy to stop right here. I mean, you but don't it's fuck not a white even, guy if you don't want to. So it's right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, don't. I'm like, do it. Yeah, but. <laughs> I really don't want to. Okay, you know what? Okay, I want to honor that. I want to honor that preference in a big way. I think, I, but I think that it's. I, I, I think that. that it's fine. I think that we do um, associate shame for people just simply not wanting to do things, and I think that that's what our podcast does. Like we've had a lot of conversations regarding kinks, and there are things that I'll like, you know push yeah. my nose up at like that's not what I ever want to do right but we also don't want to make it seem like we're being shameful I mean we joke right, um, yeah. a lot about you know what we each do that I'm just like I'm not doing no goddamn I'm not eating cream pies I don't want blood I don't like there's things that but Mandy's feet on somebody Right. I, mean, I went too far fucking on my period, bro. Yes. I'll pee on a person. Oh my God. Okay. Really? We need I to. I love yeah. fucking on my yeah. period. Yeah. I had this. I have to see you guys see, a story is, see, that i gotta be that white. It's that the white, white shit. Shit. <laughs> It's that white yeah. shit. I'm fucking on your period. Because the last time we had a white girl, she's like, yeah, I've ate period. I have, like I have a tip. I have a tip. You can't I want to hear your period sex story. And then I have a pro tip. For people who you are said against you period love sex. fucking on your period. I'm yeah, I love it. I love it. Why do you love? I mean, I just <laughs> okay, like, I, I think it's like primal space right about now. it. You know what I mean? Like that's blood, what Kristen like, said. Ugh. Fucking love it. That so, is white people guy, shit to be another all, white yeah. girl. So one of my white friends, shout <laughs> I out to don't. Kristen. <laughs> she's like shocker. Kristen Arnett, she wrote an amazing book, and now she's blowing up all over the place. Vanity Fair, New York Times, and so she was sharing this period sex story, and she's like, "There is something very prompt." She's the same word about the blood. She was like, "It's very like I don't know." it feels very raw she's almost prefers it and she was like to know that like i can do this and there's other people who won't she's like i know oh, there's so many she gets some power from feeling like she does it's a power thing okay if you are not into period sex i'm looking at you mandy i have a pro so tip not. maybe you know about this you guys know about the discs the menstrual discs no, not yes. the cup the disc. Yeah. Yep. Yes. You can put it up there. No, not with okay, the dicks wait, I fuck. Listen, listen they're, to this. They're big. Okay. <laughs> they're like no, massive. You get that disc up there and it's right tight on your cervix. And the to dick be fair, cannot you take just it off. had DV. That's fine. DV? Double vaginal with a dildo. Yeah. And oh, another dick. And wow. So she said, there's a lot of room in there. Well, I mean, it took us a while. And I recorded it. So it took us a while oh. to get both in there. But what I'm saying is like, no, you don't I, want. Just, I, you I don't, don't want to hear First okay. off, I am. I want to also make the announcement that I am one of God's chosen ones. Oh, um, because my period is only three days long. Oh, <laughs> so I get two days yeah. of blood and one day of barbecue sauce. Therefore, oh, I am one of God, His chosen I'm, ones. I'm, I'm that, that is, way too and so to chosen. me, three days really? out of the month. I can go without. I'm on my fifth. That's like I'm spa. Fine. That, that, those three days, your period are your like spa experience from fucking. Yeah, you just it's just break. like you know what. You're at the but spa. not only that. Yeah, I can still put a tampon up there and use my womanizer and play with my clit if I want. Yeah, and it, there's no mess. Oh, it's okay for you to do it, but I can't scissor with a tampon. My, you're with a whole other person. That is gross. Oh. I am by myself <laughs> when I masturbate. Okay, I am not over here saying, "Hey guys, let's have a blood play." Above, you just look, don't look down. 
Don't look You're down. Disgusting. Dude, I was fucking on my period like maybe a month or two ago, and he goes, Yo, we started laughing so hard. <laughs> He's like, damn, you're wet as fuck. Nope, it's not. It's <laughs> what? not. It's not. He's about to say you're wet as fuck. And then and he realized, and oh, like, it's blood. Oh. And then He's we like, both and, started and laughing. It looks like and wa- wa- water is wet, just like blood. <laughs> just, well, you know, I for me, th- there's like a litmus test. It's like if a guy is squeamish about periods. I'm I don't squeamish. know if I can go there with I don't him give a fuck. because uh, does that mean you're squeamish? I'm not saying this about you. I was about to say I wipe my pussy during those three days and so, still be so like. I feel like that for oh my, my God, partner. Really? Wow. Because like, I want to know that like I have something that happens to me every four to like four or five days a month, every fucking month. Right. If you are this person I'm fucking, you're not just about to be like, won't touch you. Right. Now, mm-hmm. see, for you, you don't that want to be touched. Touched. I don't want to be touched okay. during but those I'm days someone either. who does. Yeah. So to know that you won't and it may- grosses you out. I don't even want to hug a nigga during that yeah. time. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, don't. I swear, I'm not going to paint my fucking away. face with it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's fucking go. Speaking of that WPS, <laughs> the woman who made Dinks, the period underwear, Mira something. Our friend Mickey Agrawal. Mickey, Mickey yeah. she's our went, girlfriend. She went to Burning Man and ordained people with yep. their period with blood. Their period and blood. I fuck with Mickey, but I watched that video and I was like, what's Ugh. the difference between <laughs> you sucking breast milk out of a stranger's tit? Wait, wait, wait. She did that at one of our live shows. Why did you bring that up? Because you be, you be doing some questionable shit. Then in Detroit, okay. yeah, but breast milk, you be doing breast white milk. people shit. It's supposed at to be really milk good for edible. You. It's supposed to be good for you. Like, like the human milk. Like a lot of it has a lot. Okay, it. was it sweet? No. It tasted sweet. I don't right? remember the taste. I just remember it was hot. I, I actually I feel like you're it. like warm milk. If you like that, I okay, think I would Mandy, do that. I think I would. I didn't honestly. It didn't feel like a big deal. Okay, I have kids, <laughs> so like I already now? have done that. <laughs> like I needed to taste what my kids were tasting. That's I, you tasting your, your own, own milk, milk. is oh, way different saying, from her tasting someone's milk from our studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> you know what let's just ch- she look cute that is pretty intimate you know it's so fucked up because the the, the main problem with it is like oh you, you diseases can spread that way right and i'm like okay if she wanted to fuck me that night i would have done it and i would have sucked the titty then so technically whether it was at the show and i did it this is an awful before or after you know this is an awful but what if should have like, cut off. if i'm having a baby my husband or a guy whoever i'm having a baby with is for sure or your tasting my um but they're milk. also probably fucking you raw which they're going to take in all of your diseases right, if exactly. you have any but to do but to do that with <laughs> a complete stranger people fuck complete strangers you suck complete stranger dicks you make out with complete strangers okay wait i have a question who wait when I'm going to ask all of you this question. I've been married for 19 years, 20 Ooh, years, congrats. almost 20 years. Thank you. Are people sucking dick without condoms? Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, I say don't more. Suck a dick I want to know. Never I never sucked a dick know. with a condom on it. Wow. Say more. And I'm not going to lie. Even when they, so I fuck with condoms, but I suck without, I know, whatever. No, I'm and I hate, serious. I hate when I, when I take the condom yes, off, girl. the taste Weird. of the condom Ugh. after, bad. and it smells like condoms. So it's I'm just nice. like, like, I just had sex yesterday and he likes to come, like most of my guys actually like to come out my mouth. And so... We got done from fucking because he wanted to bust. So I pulled it off. And even before I put it in my mouth, I spit so much on it just so that I didn't have to taste the <laughs> fucking It'll the, like stay in just, your mouth. It's disgusting. There's something about it. it is. Just, like, what, are we talking about the lubrication of the spermicide Maybe that's what the it condom? Is, is that what Maybe it that's is? What it is. I think it's a latex taste. Even the latex. Like, I, I don't even okay. know if it's the spermicide. The whole thing it just so, tastes bad. Ha- so Not most good. women who are hooking up that you know, yes. that you know, are when they're sucking, there's no condom there. 
Right. Well, we yeah. actually, okay. we, in our segment, Vanilla just, Shit, it's like a news article. Yeah. We do it at our live show. And the most recent one we've been doing was uh, condoms. I think I found it in GQ. Condoms that are hot and spicy. But yeah. the Indian flavor, the spice from uh, India. Yeah. So there's this Indian spice that oh. they've got in condoms, like for like a hot and spicy condom. So we were asking the audience, <laughs> oh who actually sucks dick with condoms? And I would say an audience that were about 350 to what, 700. Two, three hands. Two yeah. to three hands were sucking with the condom. Have, okay. have done it before. Not have even ever like, have ever sucked. But even condom. if you if you look into like on social media when the conversation comes up, yeah, um, they also associate women sucking dick with condoms to sex workers. Oh, okay, and yes. so because I was like, oh wow, so I, being I didn't even safe is, you feel like I said to this girl, slut. did you get paid for it? Yeah. I think she said, yeah, but. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Because I think that's when you feel like if this is your job, absolutely you should. But why do we tie it to like feelings or like a choice more when you take you it You be off? tying everything to feelings. I just am not sucking dick with a condom. <laughs> There's no feelings there. Just a, I am just not sucking Okay, now dick. I'm going to a question where you're going to be like, wow, you're really insane. Because I came up in the late 80s and early 90s when everybody was worried about HIV and sexuality right. was so different because HIV was the yeah. thing that killed you versus like a chronic disease that you managed, right. right? And we didn't have PrEP and we didn't have whatever. So everybody was doing everything with condoms. Okay, so let me guess, like zero people, I like to learn about hookup culture from the people doing it. I'm an anthropologist. So like zero <laughs> people are using a dental dam. Like when a guy's going down zero. on you. I don't even zero. know where Not that shit chance. is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've never, to be honest, what do you I buy? tried we, it we once and com- it was a little painful. We had the conversation. Ah, the painful. Because, so, the, so the point lube. of it makes me think of like saran wrap when you're like, it is mm, really okay, essentially you've tried one you've tried no, a dental dam no I've never even seen it I don't even dam. I've never seen one in real life you so never I went actually, to an all women's sex party we're coming with them I've been and I still <laughs> go wait there's an all women's sex party you're yes. coming with me to just, just make Gen- sure there's one black girl Genevieve I know right. Genevieve I is listening Genevieve we're coming to skirt club with Weezy and Mandy skirt get ready for it we did a live podcast from skirt club and I still have not seen a dental dam there were dental dams I just don't we had the we had the if we're going to talk about lesbians, we had, again, her friend Kristen came on. And so they're having this conversation about eating blood and fucking a bitch at Michael's. And also <laughs> fucking I, a bitch I, at Michael's, the like, restaurant so, or the craft, the craft store. store. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, literally. So, so we're, having, lesbian we're having all of this lesbian talk. And you guys need to have her on. You would love her. Just would love died. Her. And so, so, so we're having all of these conversations about lesbian sex. And what's funny is you even prefacing this conversation with the health, you know, alerts in the 80s and early 90s, when I talk to both of them about engaging in sex with women, very rarely are women asking each other for results. Very rarely are they using any sort of protection because, like I said, dental dams, Mm. finger finger condoms, those things aren't often used. And even when I asked her and the girl Kristen, what are the conversations around, you know, STDs and preventative measures. I think it's because they're like, eh, we don't really take them. The I never STD really, spread you know? with uh-huh. women, it's much like getting um, STDs through oral. Because it's a it's a rare thing that can happen or it's not as common, especially with women, you've got to have the open sores, right? Because there's no... Um, but if you if you scissoring if you scissoring you exchange in the same way you would when your but, your juices are on top of each other that's an exchange you can catch chlamydia is, all of those but, things but here's the difference it's external 
Man, juice is going what inside. About, like, juice is going but juice is going inside. This is not inside. me just speaking from myself. This is like literally what I've read about why it's difficult for women to exchange STDs because it's you two external things, right? So, like labia to labia is rubbing, opposed to when sex, penetrative sex specifically, is internal. Yeah, it's easier to catch a disease on, on micro tearing. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, we know that women are much more vulnerable to getting an STD from a man than men are to a woman because of the delicate vaginal tissue as opposed to like skin on that dick. Do you also think like because women with women are not having the conversation, do you think it's because they trust each other more? Well, it's stupid. I don't, I don't think you can't trust a female as much as you can. So this is from plannedparenthood.org. Um, in terms of lesbians getting STDs, it doesn't even say anything about, um, it says people who have unprotected anal or vaginal intercourse are at highest risk for sexually transmitted infections, but it's definitely still very possible for lesbians to transmit STDs through genital to genital touching, manual stimulation, oral sex, and of course, the one that I don't think we even think of mostly, sharing toys. Sharing toys. And so that is, you're you're bringing, you're you're bringing the juices from one woman into another, whether it's an anal, whether it's in your mouth or whether it's vaginally. So we we had that conversation. I just think it's funny because the idea, which I'm not saying you're not saying it's not possible, but I think that lesbians are just, just as irresponsible as straight people are in terms of sex because they're still not asking their partners. Mm-hmm. About I just their want to say one thing. It's I want not STD, but BV is the actually number one thing that's uh, oh spread my God, with lesbians. Yeah. We I talked just, about that yesterday. Yeah, we talked about yesterday. I want to say one thing right now. I yeah, love what you guys do. This is what they do. This is what horrible decisions does. It's girl talk, and then this one's pulling up Google for Parenthood. It's just and, like, bitch, shut up. And we're going I'm gonna correct your ass. And, and we're going every place, but the information is happening. Sorry, I'm just gonna say this. How the fuck did you guys come up with your podcast <laughs> and start doing this and, come and from make corporate this America. magic happen? Yeah. People are gonna be inspired. Our I listeners still don't are gonna know be inspired. If I thought it would be like magic. I knew it would be good, but I didn't know if it'd be magic. I ain't nah. But it is. Somebody was in corporate. Both of us were. She Who was, was in, in finance. She was in tech. I was in accounting You're, and finance. Okay. So, tech so what I did was I did. Um, so I was actually going to be a CPA. I was in. in oh no! You be, as yeah, I know. Don't account. do this. First so actually, I was. <laughs> so no, <laughs> I swear to God, the guy I'm dating watched a clip I posted to Mandy the other day, and he was like, "She worked for what?" He's. You're like. Typical CPA. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. No. So, so literally when we, when we started the show, I was working at Goldman Sachs. So I did. And then after leaving Goldman Sachs, I was at a top four. I worked at Ernst & Young. So I was a public oh accountant. God. Okay. For anybody who doesn't <laughs> right. live in Can you New York. Believe it? Can you believe it? No. No, but I love the transition. And I want to yeah. know like what was happening where you just like, I can't do this anymore. And my girlfriend gonna... and I need to talk about sex instead of this so I'm not gonna lie. We, so we started. Stuff. We started this podcast. I was in my last semester, actually, of school for to be a CPA. You need 150 credits in the state of New York. Okay. So I got two bachelor's degrees. I ended up getting 151 credits. Um, and literally, maybe in the beginning of last year, I started studying to go to my classes to take part one. I was going to take the tax portion of the CPA exam because I actually do. I did do taxes for financial services. So hedge funds, private equity oh funds. Oh my God. I did taxes for them. This is like a yeah. foreign language. Right. Yeah. It's ugly. It's disgusting. It's boring. And it's completely opposite of this shit. I'm so happy you're doing what you're doing now. Thank God. Yay. She's, yeah. We were talking our episode yesterday. I was talking about how I fucked this guy perpendicular. And she's like, oh, I'm yeah. going to buy my mom a house. And this is what I do for a living. Um, and <laughs> we literally talk about sucking. It was weird and- because it, it hit me in that moment. Like, um, 
I don't know. I almost just got emotional oh, about it. Oh, I love that. Girl, Say you it. emo. See, I'm no, sorry. Yeah, you because got teary. I thought she was just Go choking there. on a protein bar. Yeah. No bullshit. Like, <laughs> what is it? Oh, I can't believe I'm crying. Are you serious? Are oh. you bleeding? Is it your period? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, because <laughs> I was going to feel super honored and like, this is, but I still I feel, I'm getting, I'm getting you a Kleenex. Uh, thank Wait, you. Wait, are you serious? I'm, I really am. <laughs> I, I did this spiritual journey thing in Mexico. And like, I went with a bruja and like she, it's like a Yoruba cleansing. And for anybody that's listening, if you've ever watched, she's got to have it on Netflix where they basically gave this girl a bath and put flowers around her. That's what I had done to me. Nice. And one of the things that I said was like, oh, am I going to keep doing what I'm doing? And it's because, you know, Mandy and I, we were like really trying to figure out how to make this work. Like she's really good at her accounting shit. I've been really good at sales, but it's like, how do you keep growing a brand? And, um, the woman was like, yeah, and you're meant to do it who you're doing it with. And I thought she was talking Ooh. about the guy that I was dating. I didn't tell you this either. But it made me cry because when I was sitting in the studio the other day and we were laughing and having a good time, I was like, wow, yo, like, this is such a funny scene, right, that we're that we're having. And, like, this is why people love us, talking about dumbass shit in our banter. Was, I enjoyed my perpendicular sex and thing. I, but just that moment, <laughs> I was like, wow, these are the clips and these are the things on why people love us because it gets silly yeah. and it gets fun. Yeah. And, like, this is really why horrible decisions work. Because there are other sex podcasts, but, like, that one moment just reminded me of, like, times when we get silly and fun and it's still educational. People are still learning a new position. Yeah. But, like, that is truly Mandy and Wheezy stuff. Like right there, and you yeah. can't really replicate it. You can't. You Only know, you two can do it. And right. but I can't believe I just fucking cried. Uh, we're we're I getting can. you tissues. Jane brought you tissues. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know, are you recording it? And so you were saying yes. Oh, oh shit. What, so we you're saying that, that you're going to buy your mom a house now? Because like, yeah, I've been wanting to buy my mom an apartment, and my mom was saying something like, you know. Or, or buying her apartment. And it's not a lot of money, but she's like, well, you don't know how much money you'll need to put back into your business. Like, you don't know what you'll need. Just don't worry about me. Just stop worrying about what I need. And I don't think, like, my business isn't growing, so it's not a problem. Some people feel like, oh, I need to cut this back because, mm-hmm. so I can buy this. I don't think that way. How am I going to make more money? That's how I think. Right. I don't ever want to think I have to stop doing something. That's not living my life. Living right. my life means how do I make more? You stepped mm-hmm. away from tech into podcasting in spite of feeling that way. You took a huge risk. Yeah, we both did. Both how did you, did. did you talk each other up for it? Oh, no. She quit before I did. Ah, but we were talking about it. Um, I mean, so it started, I'll, I'll make it brief. Like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I have to assume that your listener never heard of us. So Mandy and I um, were friends when we were younger, like 15, 16. We lost communication. And then we both, um, found each other again online and decided to have dinner. So, okay. uh, it had been like five years that passed. And when I saw her, probably the last time Mandy was bartending, I had just broken up with this horrible guy and we were both really going through a lot. So to see her working in corporate at the time she worked, you were at Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs and I was working for the same company where I was like working through a, for a mall for them and had been moved up to New York to work in their corporate office. It was like, we were both doing so great. Yeah. And in the middle of all of it, it was like, we're still kind of slutty. So I was like, wow, <laughs> I mean, you could elevate your life, but like your pussy, you can still make some like horrible choices. <laughs> some so, horrible decisions. So I, I think a week later I did a podcast and I had never done one before. She had done a sports podcast and um, it was like their biggest episode. And I was like, wow, I'm like good at talking like this. Like I should do yeah. something on my own. So then we ate dinner again. I was like, yo, let's just, let's just start a podcast. And like that same night we made all of our segments and our outlines and it was great how we like came together to do it. 
And then over time, so it felt like a hobby for me at first. Maybe she thought more businessy of it, but I was like, oh, this is fun. Mm -hmm. And I'm reconnecting with Mandy. This is fun. About six months into it, it started to feel more business-like. And mm. then Mandy and I hadn't been friends in a long time. Mandy and I did, I never had a corporate or working relationship, but we had to treat it like a business. And then that mm. got a lot harder, right? Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. those growing pains of something becoming successful, but also the person that you're doing this with, it's not just fun. Now you're making money. Right. right. Um, so much so is where we've had therapy on air there together and we're like all yeah. kinds of stuff. I Hell mean, yes. this is our second tour. And so it's just like a lot of, lot of work. So when I cried, it was because when I asked that woman that question, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? The entire time I thought she was talking about with my partner and then like in a love way. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. And then it hit me. In the studio the other day. This partner. Yes. This is this, this oh. partnership. I love oh, that. That's deep. And I think it's so inspiring to step away and to take a risk. Sorry, I already said it, but I just think it's amazing. Yeah. Thank and you. I think, too, when you're, we're both smart. Like, you know, I don't really look at this as a failure. Like, if it, if, you know, we stopped doing it because, like, we made a whole business out of it. And if it's like, if we decided that it didn't work, like, you really think there's nothing Mandy can ever do again with all of these degrees? Like, I've as many years as I've worked in corporate and my mm-hmm. accolades. Like, Oh, my God. You right, can right. step back into it if you wanted to. I ain't, I ain't yeah. going back to no motherfucking accountant. <laughs> 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 I'm a grown-up goddamn podcast. Bitch, I ain't going back to, to no go goddamn accountant. I, I don't want to. Like, And it's so crazy because, I, ironically... Um, so I still haven't updated my LinkedIn. And so I actually got a call for a position at Goldman Sachs. Oh, like for snap. another position. They saw my LinkedIn and was like, hey, how's everything going at Ernst & Young? And I was like, oh, girl, I ain't there no more. And what's crazy is, so the recruiter asked me what oh, I'm doing now. Oh, secret. Yeah, the recruiter started asking what I'm doing. And they're like, oh, wow, that's amazing Like that you're doing this. Someone else in the office heard that she was on the phone with me. And went totally against fucking protocol because ended up texting me, hey, I know we just re- reached out to you for oh a job. God. I'm a fan of the show. I'm a big fan I'm of like, horrible well, thank decisions. thank you, but don't motherfucking text me do again. Do you remember what happened like, when I didn't text Don't do that support? shit. Like, don't. Oh, but also, no. I, 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 I literally called to change my flight um, a few months ago on JetBlue. And the person on JetBlue DM'd one of my best friends and was like, is Mandy's real name? I think I just oh, no. changed her flight. And I'm just like... That's weird. Because I ain't gonna lie. Why I, was like, I, I need born. a window seat. I'm claustrophobic. She probably didn't know Mandy would eat. You're a star, Mandy. Just that, deal with that's it. That's some bullshit. So the, when I felt <laughs> like, oh my God, fame. I need to quit. That's fame, so, baby. The tech area that I worked in was with like disaster recovery, fiber, Ethernet, stuff like that. So I would have... You just look so confused. Me too. No, I hear you. <laughs> no, it's weird. Did I look like a deer in headlights? Like, what? That's uh-huh. how I feel when she's... Like, I was just wondering if my hair was okay. I'm <laughs> So I'm like asking for help with a customer's connectivity. And I'm writing this person um, through our portal. And my picture was on there in a suit. And right at the end of the convo, she goes, by the way, W, and which I really appreciate her doing. She was like such a fan. And so I'm oh. like, no, that's not me. That's <laughs> that you could step away from But her. also her name was Shantae. So I was like, it could be. It could be. Maybe. So she calls my desk phone because I didn't reply. I was like, oh, shit. And she was like, I don't want you to be worried. Like, I know you guys always talk about on the show about not using your real name. Right, right. Don't worry. Now I don't, don't care. Worry. Oh, you don't care about being out now? Now, no. Now, Because I ain't never going back. So, fuck them. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so when you started this, you used different names. So, my name is Mandy. Hers is Wheezy. 
Yeah. We made sure we bleeped out. I mean, mind you, what else can Mandy be for? Of course, my name is Amanda, but last name, no. I never wanted anyone to know that because, again, there's LinkedIn, Facebook, and if if for whatever reason I offended you on something, a lot of people are losing their jobs based off what they say on social media. Right. Um, And so I never wanted this to affect my career. Yeah, right. Like as an accountant being at a big four, that's not a job. Like that was my career. And I yep. want, I thought I would be there for the next 20 years. Yeah. So even to have stepped away within my first year, I was just like, okay, got to go balls in now. Like, yep. but I did, I made sure I had my savings set, paid off my debt. And I was like, okay, I'm going to jump, jump yeah, into I'm gonna this. Make yeah. You jump. guys went into this like in a very intelligent way. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, and like played it out. It was like, fuck it, let's go. And then, but also about it happens so fast. We're not even three years into our podcast. I want to talk too about your, your live shows. Cause that sounds oh, really yeah. fun because you guys are touring and you have, what is it? 300 to 750. Like people? that's the yeah. like 750 is like, well, yeah, like New York, we, going. we we're doing two shows back to back at 500 a piece. Okay. When are those shows? No, oh, so January okay, 24th and 25th will be at when Sony does this Hall. Come out? Yeah, It'll be this? too late for this, but I'm okay, going. But we're That's doing, what I we're doing. Texas. We're, we're gonna be yeah, Dallas we're going to be in Texas. Okay, I'll come. Texas, we got Dallas and but Houston. It's, Austin. Um, it's okay, I'll come to Dallas. When is she it? She can drive. Uh, the, 20, the 20th. It's like four hours. The 20th. Oh, shit. Of this Canton, one? Uh, February. Hall, February. Okay. Canton Hall, February. It's and then in Deep Ellum, which is fun. Y'all, listen, y'all yeah. have to go to this. Yo, yeah, no. Maybe it's me so, and your fucking mm-hmm. white guy. Yeah, no, I won't. Yeah. Actually, no. <laughs> there will be like 25 guy. of them. So here's the thing all of my okay. lovers support me. So every city, I, they either fly in um, or they're already there. So Dallas, <sighs> I have someone flying in. Oh, yeah. well, wait, I love that. All yeah. of your lovers. Let's just, yeah. So yeah, so like, like, like my sugar daddies, <laughs> like my married men, like my lovers, my... All your guys. Do you have any, like, primary partners? Are you, like, in an open Hell relationship no. where you just have, like, Hell a no. bunch of different... Them niggas ain't primary. Lovers. It's whoever in town, whoever cut the shit. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> no. I mean, I'm li- so I'm looking for Respect. a boyfriend currently. Just whoever's Respect. here, this you, you is my know, primary for this weekend. For, for this <laughs> day. Weekend. For now. Bitch, day. I, I be flying out flying for six hours. Out. Literally. Yeah. yeah. I be flying out and I be like, well, okay, I get in tonight and I want the first flight out in the morning. I'm literally, like, I've yeah. flown flown cross country for 12 hours. I'm the opposite. Like, I just spent a nice weekend together, like, dine me. And I do, too. Dine me and wine me and romance me, you know? But, uh, they, I don't, I don't want to ever get experience. sick of them. I don't want a boyfriend experience. So you if, if I get the short. If I get the experience, Surgical like, strike. you're going to be my boyfriend. <laughs> no, Surgical no. strike. Literally. Like, I don't want to, I, w- I don't want to play those things. I don't want to feel like I can't control my emotions or know what they want. So to me, I prefer arrangements. I prefer knowing yeah. exactly what we're doing. And like if I'm it. having sex with you, then I know I can ask you for whatever I want, including money, gifts, whatever. And you can't tell me no, because this is our arrangement. Okay. Um, right. In terms of having partners mm-hmm. where you leave it open for feelings or for you to get her or them to say, but we ain't nothing. I told you we ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, when you when you're with someone who doesn't have to be held accountable for their actions, um, I think that that opens me to be hurt. So I prefer arrangements. Yeah. I prefer things to where we know just about enough each other to where we enjoy each other's company. But like even my married guys, I can tell you two that's been in the picture for set between seven to ten years. Oh, wow. I don't know their wives' name. I don't know their kids' names. I don't know how many kids they have. You keep it. I don't separate. care about that life. We have fun together. That's, and that's it. it. Right. I don't want to become emotionally it's in attached that to container. I compartmentalize. Yeah. Yeah. And whereas you like She more... falls in love with everyone who inserts their dick in her. That's oh, oh I, my God. I fall in love really right. easily. I hear you. Too. I mean, like, told you you were weaving. I, <laughs> I know. I'm like boyfriend me experience. I just yeah. want multiple boyfriends. Me too. That's her. 
Well, oh, I was in a throuple. Okay. That didn't work out well because of distance and stuff. And so then um, I my rebound dick is my now guy that I'm dating. And I feel bad to say that because it sounds... I'm a, I am a serial dater, but this might be like the most compatible person I've ever had, like that I've ever been with. Um, it's been like going really great. Plus like we fuck other people together, separate, like it's great. So you do kind of have like an open relationship with him. Yeah. We're, we're starting to more so talk about boundaries. Cause I think we just didn't know we would start falling for each other. Like I just wanted to fuck him. It just happened. Yeah. And then like, I ain't doing that. Just happened. Bullshit. No, that's it. No, no, no. At first, if, I'm talking about the feelings. I don't that want it. She's like, I don't even get to that. No, no. Even if we're talking, no, I would. Do you want to be boyfriend girlfriend? If not, I'm sorry. Cut, cut you off. Done. Oh. Bye. Yeah. Literally, yeah. because I don't want friends and I don't need any more arrangements. You have friends. Yeah, no. You have arrangements. I have friends and I have arrangements. So any, now when I'm dating, I'm dating with purpose. So this I, is I, the I Ernst and Young you dating know, philosophy. No. <laughs> I respect it. No, seriously. So much respect. Should we get a class action lawsuit? What? <laughs> like, this is the Ernest and Young dating philosophy. Oh, yeah, no. HR probably um, well, this wouldn't is the, be okay uh, other podcast that could, said it. We so. can believe that. You guys, <laughs> no, it's fine. No, can I fine. do something crazy and introduce you to a super fan? Oh, yeah, but she yes. can't, you, she's not a stalker type. This is my friend Naomi. Okay, hey, Have Naomi. She's a super maybe. fan. When I told her that we were having horrible decisions on, she looked at me like. She lost her shit. The, I yeah. felt so much I wanted to tell you guys that, Naomi's yeah, black. Yeah, she looked. She looked at me like maybe you are not a dumb white person. <laughs> Possibly. Plus, okay, look how fucking cute she is. Yeah, she's, no, she's one of my cute. prettiest friends, and she wanted me to ask you two things. So, can we do this? Yep, let's do it. Naomi, I know you're listening because um, you wouldn't listen to my podcast probably if four of us were not. But okay, <laughs> day, Mandy but... and Weezy are here. No, I'm kidding. She's a really supportive friend. All right, she has two questions. The first is. What about plus size dating? She's like having a time with this. She mm-hmm. wants to just hear her two favorite podcasters talking about plus so size dating. So we have dating. an episode coming this. up for you, by yes, the way. Yes, we do. Ashley um, Chubby I was a fan Bunny. of this girl, oh, yeah. Ashley Chubby Bunny, and we get into fat phobia, dating while plus size, and obviously, like, I can't speak to it. But what I really liked about the dialogue was there was a lot of talking about differentiating fetishizing and I actually like, do I love like girls that are BBWs? Am Wait, I what's BBW? Big, beautiful woman. Right. It sounds like big black woman, but it ain't. Yeah. I but, like it. BBW. I actually always thought that was it. And then when I typed it in once on Pornhub, I was like, my God. It's mad white it? girls. I like, learned so much mad from Pornhub you from do. those categories. You know. It's an education. So like, it was, it was a great dialogue in that sense because, um, so Mandy recently got, what is it called? VSG. Um, done. And so she was talking about when VSG? she was bigger. VSG. Yeah, um, vertical sleeve. Gas- I just say gastro- like a gastro, oh, like a gastro- process right. gotcha. to help her lose weight. Okay, Ashley were talking about their experiences with men, and it was really interesting because Mandy was like, "I don't like when guys squeeze a certain place," and then Ashley was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I love that. It feels like body worship." So it was mm. like really a good dialogue about like what who are, what are you comfortable with how to date at that size and how to accept it and things like that. But the main thing that Ashley said that I liked was putting her weight out there on the dating app, like not necessarily not showing her, like, this is me. This not is not trying body. to hide it. Right. Like put it out there. This is an because asset. there is someone that's into it. I'm thick. You know what this I mean? Like, what she's saying. Right. Like, this is part of who now, I am. for cash. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. That was a question you told me. What was that? Oh, for I, dating. Oh, on we're Tinder? talking about 
Oh, you, like, yeah, so that, she, you she wanted to hear her. about plus size. Yeah, Do you want to say something about plus um, size dating? I mean, damn, she done walked in the other stop. Let me stop. Um, <laughs> nah, um, in ter- I mean, there's not really a, a, a question there. I would say, like, just like anyone dating, um, it's all with your self-confidence first. You do have to realize that there are people that like you at the size you are. Like, a lot of men that God. have known me for a long time, they hate that I lost this weight. Oh. I have a friend in Detroit, actually, and I had to cuss him out because he had to let me know, by the way, I like bigger Mandy. Why? Like, can you not? Like, like, and even even my lovers, like, they're like, well, I've liked you any any size that Mm -hmm. you were, and you were never fat. Like, and they like to talk to me because they loved my size no matter what I was. Um, But I think that it takes you being confident in yourself to go out and be who you are and know that someone's going to like you for your size. Something that I always do too. I have a lot of friends, like a lot of girlfriends. I love being a lot of girlfriends. And something that I just used to do when we went out, if a guy talks to my friend, I'm just not his type and that's okay. And so just knowing that, yeah. And just, just honestly, just being secure enough to know if you go out and maybe someone doesn't talk to you, maybe that's fine. You're just not their preference. Right. The same way as women, there's guys that we like. If there's a group of guys, we may go towards one because that's what we prefer. Right. And I just think that as as big women, we like to think they don't like me because I'm fat. Well, no, they may just not like you because you're not their preference. And that's just across the board. And that's across the board, right. though. Like, right. like I said, even when talking to white guys, if they or, or black guys that like white women, they're not going to like me because I don't come across as a white woman. And so it's taking away that shame in yourself to just know there are people out there that like you big. I'm a walking like show of that. Like there's men that I dealt with in the past that are like, you're a little small now for me. Like bitch eat. I like, yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> like, let's go to dinner. You know, let's, let's go to dinner let me now. feed you. Right? <laughs> and I, like, I do want to say like, the more I like done this show and like learned about, because I too was a person, I would say maybe four or five years ago where I would think like, bigger women had less sex because you, you very rarely see like I had way more dick when I was bigger. Bro, Even my like, DMs I, were more less. <laughs> no, no do bullshit. You hear that, Naomi? The more I fucking do my show, the more we interview people, the more like I'm at our live shows and we have people talk. I'm like, yo, they're getting fucked way more than me. You know what? I got to tell you, like being white and upper middle class, the, the pressure to be thin is so amazing that you don't even see it. It's just like the air you're breathing. No, it's true. And the number of times when I put on five or 10 pounds and my husband's like, mm, you better now or men are looking Mm -hmm. at me on the street and i'm like what the fuck am i torturing myself for this is i just had this convo with one of my white girlfriends who's like we're sick we have a sickness so (laughs) i said like doesn't get whiter than that and she said to (laughs) me the other day she's like dude she's like i was in she was oh she was in south africa for two months right and she's like i met so many men that wanted to fuck me now because i put on 10 pounds she's doesn't she's not bigger than me at all, but ne- but those 10 pounds on her gave her a lot of curves, right? Yeah. And she's like, but I feel like when I go home, it's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and it's like, it's everybody's going to look at me different, but that's because like, it's a mm. cultural and environmental thing, yes, right? It's the guys so that are living in the ecology. Hamptons and upstate and all that are looking at those women and they're like, well, this is the level of what you're supposed to look like. Yeah. And even though she does look sexier with those curves, they're just not appreciated until she has to go somewhere else. Yeah. It's a awful and, and and weird standard in our minds. Like, I think for me, I've always felt insecure when I used to go to black clubs like, oh, well, I'm not thick enough. 
right? Mm-hmm. Because like the body types that we see yeah. that are popular, whether it be our, our like uh, singers or whoever, maybe not actresses as much, but curvy, like that's the sex yeah. appeal thing. Yeah. Luckily, that's almost becoming more of a standard for the rest of the world. But after I think the Kardashians, now it's like, oh, okay. Like everybody does kind of want to be curvy. Kylie's got her fucking ass done and is a whole yeah. big black girl now. Yeah. But seriously though, like I think it's changing a little bit. But there is, I always think will be a thing with that upper middle class, upper, if you're upper east side, New Yorker, like it's just, there's something about that size, which is your body type. That's the win. Uh, And it is fucked up because there is so much wrong with that. Like, first of all, starving yourself and being too skinny makes you mean. Mm. It really does. Like there's data. It makes you anxious and it's not healthy. It's not healthy. overall super unhealthy. Yeah. We, in our culture, we're talking about how like skinny is healthy it's not and it's i not. think like what's what would we be stop. great for everyone across the board is figuring out where they feel the most comfortable like yeah instead yeah. of like who who's gonna fuck you in south africa how you feel comfortable on the upper west side or whatever it's right. like where do you feel the most comfortable because for me i grew up super athletic my entire life to where i was always like i had six-pack abs i had like muscles and they were from, always telling you in pageants like you're not feminine, you're not enough. feminine enough your body's you wrong need to, you know you're just not girly enough and so oh, wow. i'm there mind you I, like, I feel like I'd kill for your body. Probably well, like really kill. <laughs> like, there like, would be a murder. Committed. You might die. After. But even, but even, those, even when would I, you questions, I'd be like, I kill him. When I, when, when I went sure. through, when I went through my surgery, my biggest fear was losing too much weight. Mm. I don't ever want to be skinny, which is a lot of the DMs that I get from a lot of bigger women. They're like, I enjoy my curves, but I've seen people lose so much weight. They become really skinny. Yeah. How did you still get to keep your curves? So even now, like I'm between 150, 157 ish. Yeah. 160 on my period, um, weeks. And, <laughs> To me, this is where I am the most happy, between 150 and 160. If I were to get down to 135, I know that that's, that's too small for me. You know yeah. what's crazy, so too? Mandy and yeah. I, I'm 143 right now, and our bodies look so fucking different. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Like a five-pound difference. Like, mm-hmm. her ass is way fatter than mine. Like how Which the, I don't lost my. I feel like I lost mm, my ass. Before. Don't lose that. She's it's like, okay. I, feel I feel like, like I lost gone. my ass. Do not I feel like your ass. Gone. I ain't gonna lie. I'm trying to. I'm thinking if I want to put some in it. But it's crazy how mm. that scale is like a thing mm. in our minds, and it's like, bro, like nah. And then I read, like Mandy was saying, how it's she, messed up. It is how she wears. Like she's like, oh yeah, I wear medium now too, and blah 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 blah, and it's just crazy how you could look totally fucking different where the same size be the same weight and you're just different. So I think... So like, don't obsess about the number. No, it's, it's how you look. How everyone looks, right? Yeah. Like, I want to look like you or you or you. It's just like, what feels good for you? How could you... How, period. Period. I have a picture or two that are like my feel good, like literally like when I was the happiest in my life and then my body favorite happy. Okay. You know what I mean? I yeah. think I should always try to like remember those two things more than it's like, oh, I've got to get down to this because I've done that before. Yeah. If I wasn't burning, like I, I am gentrification, bro. <laughs> I was at, as long as you know, uh, no bullshit. I was at my fucking uh, boxing class with this goddamn watch. I'm like, oh, my fucking heartbeat isn't. I'm, You're gentrifying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'll be walking down the neighborhood and I'll see like these girls like, like through Larissa. And I'm like, go back to Murray Hill. But then like, I need the juice bar. Like. I hate that shit. I you, wish I could find my happy you're medium. You're caught between worlds. I know. Between white and black. Yes. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> it comes from fucking white guys. It comes from fucking white guys. It really does. We had Michelle Hope on yesterday. I She's love a Michelle. Biracial, yeah, you know her. She's, She's a biracial sexologist. Face. We worship her and adore her. And I she love was, her. She's she was awesome. talking about this in a different way, but the same thing. Okay, wait. You said something 
what makes you feel good? I feel like that's what horrible decisions is about. What makes you feel good? No matter what, like that's what but you that's guys are a, honoring. We we talk about too though, like mm. even in sex and dating sex. and body image yeah. and all of these things. It's you finding what makes you happy, not what makes the next person happy. So even in terms of dating and finding a relationship, if you're not happy with yourself, you can't think that someone else is going to give right. you happiness. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to make yourself come, you can't think that someone else is nobody's going to gonna complete you, you. And I think that yeah. that's kind of what we talk about on our show and we agree to disagree on so much, but it's for you to listen, you to take those conversations and bring it to your group chat, to your family members, to your lovers, and literally figure out who you are. And if the people around you think the same way and just opening the conversations. Yeah. And having like deeper, more open, open conversations with the people around you. Yeah. I had to have a conversation, like a serious conversation about my hair with the guy I'm dating and an insecurity that I have about it. So like, I always felt, and I didn't really notice it. I was like, white guys never talked about my hair with me, right? Probably because they already like, this is too sensitive. I can't be like talking about Jabray's with you and shit. Um, I like, I don't know what you're talking about. They didn't even want, there was, it just they didn't just, get said. Right? So now that I'm with a black guy, again, he's like, oh, so like when you take your sewing out, you don't want to just leave it out and just like put some oil in it and do this. And I'm like, oh, so you don't like my hair like this and blah, blah, blah. And I get so up in arms about it. Yeah. And like, he couldn't understand it. And, um... I realized that's one of my biggest insecurities is, is your hair is the length of my hair is mm-hmm. the texture of my hair. How come I can't get it too curly? How come I can't make it this way? And it would really fuck with me. Yeah. So I had to have this like conversation where I was like, look, it, like me feeling secure. It's all about trust. And I need to trust you to make me feel good. Right. Yeah. I'm like, if you like my hair better a certain way, just maybe tell me you favor it. Don't be like, why aren't you doing it? Because all it makes me feel like who is- talks that way. Who wants to be in your pussy? I don't, like, I don't get it think together. people realize they do it. But I also <laughs> realized when I was saying that, like, oh, my God, this is just like men with a weight conversation. Like, this is just like men. Like, it's all the same shit. Is it just entitlement? Like, I need it's you not to entitlement, look the way but I want you to look. But it's you not projecting your insecurities because someone else is just literally has trying to have preference. a conversation right. that has a preference. But like, there, you're coming up with your own stories about what you, he's actually saying to you. But you have to let people know if you have an insecurity about that. So I felt like I had to. I was like, you know what? He doesn't even realize what he's doing is bothering that much Mm -hmm. because he doesn't feel like it's that big of a deal but like it fucking is much like I think with weight, like I've had, I was about to say, I've had that conversation with weight with people. What is like, it? Like even, so one of my exes t- brought me overseas with him and we went out and we were, we were drunk as fuck and we were getting food after. And I don't remember, I think I just wanted steak and he like questioned like, you probably shouldn't eat that right now. And he, he took it as I'm going to, it's going to fuck me up. My stomach going to be bubble guts. Oh. We trying to fuck when we get home. Oh, I took it as. Are you telling me I shouldn't eat because I was fat? Like, oh. and so we had we actually oh, had that whole I conversation see. the next day. Like, I felt you were saying this about me when, in turn, he wasn't saying it that way at all. He wasn't. But mm-hmm. because of my insecurities, I took him saying I shouldn't eat something as me projecting my insecurity and making his words mean something he didn't mean them to be. Yeah, just taking a look at like, okay, if you do feel insecure, or triggered by something, then you need to be what's okay with. You, but you also need you. to be okay with letting people know. Totally. I'm insecure about this. Yeah. And it makes me feel away if you bring it up. So let me work through my insecurity. I don't want to have that conversation. I mean, that's only going to bring you guys closer because if you don't bring that up, then it's this constant weight that's on the relationship that you're not expressing. So it's like, just have those hard conversations. Just say it. And that's what you guys are about. Your show is about, I feel like it's about say it and do it. Yeah. And feel it. Well, I and think honestly with it. your, and feel your it. insecurities with everything, like, I just don't want to be with someone at this point in my life where 
I'm open with my friends. I'm open on my show, but I'm not open with you. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And you're supposed to be like my most intimate. Yeah. Partner. Like yeah. I have to. And, um, honestly, since that talk, it got so much better. So like I just got, I get these braids with loose ends, right? I'm a fan of Zoe Kravitz. So I came home. He's like, Oh, it looks pretty. I'm like, okay, do you really like it? Or are you just trying to be nice or what? He's like, no, it looks really good. I'm like, I know I did that whole bit, but I need you to tell me now. He's like, okay. Actually, I prefer the thicker braids, but I do like these as a close second. And da 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 I'm like, see, that's all I want to <laughs> see. Do. Have the conversation. Not when right. I come home. Well, why didn't you get them like this? Like, yeah. oh, God, oh. it makes me, it totally fucks up how I even look at myself. Oh, passive aggressive. You don't say. You don't Bitch, like please. that? You're very passive aggressive. Oh, my God, okay, you guys. Wait, you're yeah. about oh, to, yeah. We're about to open it up. Like, it, oh, wait. It's I only our, have 10 is, more minutes here, so you're going to have to get Mandy open. No, this is our way. No, we have to end. And oh, this okay. is our way of pressuring you to come on again. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Please. Part two, come back yeah. on part, For part two. two because we didn't even get to kink and we didn't even get into all the other amazing things that you guys we talked, talked about to and pee. are bringing out. We Eating talked about pee. Pies. Okay, let me say this: we touched on kink. We touched it. We didn't dive we in. We just said that she peed on someone. Right. I want to know about. Please come back. All we'll beg you. We'll somehow convince you. But tell our listeners. Okay, you guys, if you're not listening to horrible decisions, something's wrong. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I agree. Tell yeah. them how they can find you other than your podcast, Horrible Decisions, which they're all going to subscribe to now. Yeah, so you can literally listen to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Type in whore. We pop up. Um, that's W-H-O-R-E. Mm-hmm. You guys can follow us on our social medias. Um, Twitter, it's Horrible Pod. Instagram, it's at Horrible underscore Decisions. And we are currently on tour. So if you've never been to a live podcast show, um, they're really dope. You also are in a in a sex positive space with a lot of like-minded people. So I would suggest if you have a night where you're free, you can bring your partners, your lovers, your friends. We have people that bring their moms. Um, it's a really sex positive room where everyone... Yeah, someone brought their grandma. Um, you literally feel like you're in a space where the person next to you, behind you, in front of you is just... Just like you. Um, and so we are on tour. We're doing, we have another 13 cities we're doing. So if you guys are interested to know if we're coming to a city near you, go to Horrible Decisions. That's W-H-O-R-E-I-B-L-E decisions.com. And you can see all of the cities there. Okay. I'll be there too. I know that it's our first date, but I just want to say I love you. Oh, and thank, thank you. you guys. Thank you for coming. And this thanks was for fun. doing and what you do. Honestly, Good. we, we like haven't done another white one. We, yeah, we haven't oh my done. God. We were your first white people. white people. Yeah. It may be only the third podcast in the three years that we've done together as a feature. Wow, I'm so honored. What did we do? Brilliant Idiots, Premium P, and Miko through Zoom. Don't even talk about that. Even count. Just talk about us. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That they don't count. That's it. Oh, because we do separate a lot. Yeah, we do a lot yeah. of separates, but together. Together. We it's just easier it's too so for much... like scheduling. You're yeah. like, okay, we can promote our own ship. Just like, oh, you can only show this one. And it's like it's easier, but and shout out where I got them podcast studio. Yeah. So we actually right. did we did our bonus episodes before coming in here with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I saw that you guys were recording here, we were like, girl, let's just record our episodes in there too. Like yeah, there's like three or four studios fun. in here. So it just worked so out. Perfect. Um, so if you guys are in New York, shout out Gotham Podcast Studio. It's the greatest foursome there ever. Was. <laughs> yeah. All right. Love you guys. Thank you guys. Love you. Bye. Hey, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did, it would help us a lot if you would leave a review. Yeah. Leave a review. Subscribe. We want to know how you guys felt about the episode. It really helps us out a lot to continue the success of the podcast and keep spreading our message.